Hi, this is Rob Metris along with Jeff Brody with the Two Big Guys Telecom Podcast. Well, on today's show, Jeff, what's our topic of discussion? Well, Rob, our topic of discussion today is business continuity and the cost of downtime. So, oh, that sounds like a real yawn. Well, tell me about it. You know? Business continuity. So how to keep your business running in the event of minor and major disasters. Um, it, you know, it is a, uh, it's one of those insurance conversations that we need to have occasionally. And it's a conversation that I think all of us recognize we don't like to talk to insurance agents very often. And if you do like to talk to an insurance agent, we know you're probably a salesperson. So uh, the important thing to recognize here, as you've said, Jeff, it is an insurance policy. It's the kind of thing you, you put into place. Now, for our listeners, I want to tell you a little story about uh, uh, a, something that happened during Katrina. Now, imagine your town underwater for 35 miles around you, maybe 100 miles around you in a raging storm, and the following day you're an insurance broker and all your clients are calling in with questions about their policies, and you're off the air. Well, that happened for a number of players in New Orleans, except the players that had planned ahead for business continuity. In this case, they used a, a, a service that General Electric was providing at the time. And the following day, they were operating 35 miles away in trailers that had been brought in by their, their professional uh, to manage their thing. Now, that's what I'll call a a smart business person who took the insurance out for a problem. And while all the other insurance agents in that area, no one could reach them, these fellows were servicing their customers very, very well, knew their customer base, and for those people that could get to them by the telephone, it, it worked out very well. It also allowed them to bring their insurance carriers into their premises where they had telephones. And when I think of business continuity, I think of that as a, as a great example. Now, from a small business point of view, I guess continuity depends on what you think your primary uh, goal of the business is. And if it's to keep the, keep the phone ringing and keep the being able to operate your business, that would mean a, a number of things. Now, the first thing I'd think of is data security and data storage. If you had a fire or... or uh, uh, a rainstorm or a power outage or, or an act of God like Katrina what are the ways that you want to be protected well you brought up a number of really great points there um, you know the, the wise insurance broker that kept themselves online and you know they're out telling and selling all the time but they actually did it themselves, you know, so it's that, what do they call that, eat your own dog food? Yeah. You know, I, I, I prefer the practice of what you preach. preach. I'm not really one to eat dog food, so. <laughs> um, you know, the small business, the data, you know, today the reality is 
every business, regardless of whether it's a one-man show or a 500-man corporation, enterprise, they, we all have re reliance on our data. Um, that we have reliance on our, we need access to our email, we need access to our files for our uh, correspondence, you know, for our, our quoting, for our consulting, all of that information is done electronically today. All of our billing, our payables, our receivables, you know, who, who keeps a, a paper ledger anymore, right? I mean, God bless you if you do. I mean, I just, could, I just never could do that. But, you know, what it really comes down to is everybody needs to have access not only to their current email, the stuff that's coming in today, but access to the archive of email, you know, maybe it goes back five years, ten years, fifteen years. So a business, you know, I think you and I have probably heard hard luck stories from business people that we know who lost a hard drive. Yes. And their whole business was on that hard drive. Mm -hmm. And they did not protect it with backup when backup is so easy to do, when you would have something like a, a virtual safety server somewhere yeah. else that automatically did it. Very in, inexpensively when you compare it to insurance premium. Yeah, and you Because know, that's what you have to do. Let's talk about this. Even the guys who think they have backups, and I have uh, very close acquaintances whom I've recently been talking to about this and they believed that their staff was running their backups changing their tapes and making sure that there were the data was actually there and on those tapes well you know unfortunately um, I got a phone call a week ago saying we've had a crash it was our file server and um, our last backup is six months old so here's an organization that has, has lost six months of data. Well, the, the person who was responsible for the backup was, well, you know, I'm too busy. It's not my responsibility. So what happens is a lot of businesses out there, you know, and I, I don't blame any of these people. I, I'm not laying blame or fingering, I told you so, but it simply comes down to we're a very busy organization. We're busy today, right? So everybody's got more to do than we, we've ever had before, and we have less to do it with, less time. Although time's a constant, that's an oxymoron. Less, less, re less resources. Less resources, and they want us to do more. So, you know, what it comes down to is something gets skimped upon, and, and it's the backup. Everybody's sure that their data's backed up, but it isn't. So when you, when you do... Uh a service, for example, I have a service that backs up my computer onto an, a server in another location, and then they tell me that that server is backed up into a another data center, which is stored off-site. Right. So I've got redundant backup. I have my own backup mm -hmm. at home because if I lost a laptop, there goes a lot of my my work and my information. So I think a lot of businesses are like that and need to have a one, two, three plan that solves that backup issue. Yeah. 
Now, I gather that backup, when I, when I was giving my example of New Orleans, backup isn't just backup of, of data, but backup could be a way to get at your, your, your phone by having a virtual server that you could access no matter where you were via using unified telecommunications to get in. That's, and that's quite possible today, isn't it, Jeff? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we look at this and say, um, we've got our data backed up. We're pushing our data off-site. Um, we've got our telephones so that we have the ability to forward our phones or call up the telephone company and say, forward our phones to another location where I have a, uh, a phone service on standby, you know, a hot standby virtual telephone service that says, okay, if I'm offline, we can now log into another phone system and now either have those calls directed out to cell phones. As far as people are concerned, they're still dialing into your office and still punching in extension numbers. We're just moving those calls virtually through the air, either to cell phones or IP phones. And nobody knows, nobody cares. The key is these people are still in business. The um, That's what we talk about in terms of business continuity. Right. And, you know, when you when one of these disasters happens and you have that business continuity, you can actually claim on your insurance for some of the, the costs associated with that. So you'll get back what you paid in premium on your general business insurance, but also you've got the peace of mind of knowing that your business isn't going to be out of business. Yeah. You know, what it really comes down to, Rob, is the company that had this this catastrophic hard drive failure last week, they won't know the impact for three or four months. I'll guarantee it. Yeah, we can recover. There's stuff on our personal hard drives. There's stuff in our sent folders of our Outlook. You know, it's all over. We've got hard copies. You know, the cost, there was a, a study done by Gartner um, on the cost per megabyte of data to recover it. And it's something like, um, I, I don't know, 50 or or $100 per megabyte of data to recover. And that's probably a low number. Now think about an organization that has um, 500 megabytes of lost data at 100 bucks a meg. That's a phenomenal cost. 50 grand. That's, and then what's the, you know, it's not so much the $50,000. If we think about, you know, okay, so I've got an organization with 40 or 50 people, so it's $1,000 a person. But it's the man days that it's going to take to recreate that data and get it back to where you were so that there was no impact. Well, just using that, following along the same example I, I have in New Orleans, some businesses could not come back. Yeah, they're gone. They were gone. They're gone. Totally gone. Other other businesses that had done the business continuity and disaster planning were flourishing Absolutely. because they thought ahead and looked at it. Now, when you're talking to a small business or a professional practice or even a mid-sized business, what kind of disaster plan or what kind of plan would you put in place to do this? You mentioned email to me. Yep. I guess it's a wise idea to have your email on a different server uh, and sometimes hosted somewhere else uh, at your vendor server at other places. But 
are there other tools that you can can you bring back an Exchange server the same way that you could re recover your Excel spreadsheet data and your your documents? You know, there is ways. There's tools out there that we can put in place to do this, and you know, there's a there's something that we're, we'll talk about in our next podcast in more detail is, is what's called a virtual standby server. That's a machine that sits there and takes pictures, snapshots, if you will, of your data through, periodically throughout the day and pushes that information to a server sitting in your site, but also can push that off-site to be replicated. So if our Exchange server fails in the middle of the day, which they generally tend to do, um, you can be back online in an hour or less, you know, sometimes it's 20 or 30 minutes, and have your email and your business back online on the server running in a virtual server mode. And you know, you, theft, you have to think about how some businesses are run today. They're contactless, they're, uh, they're activity with their customers, it's all on their drives. It's all on their hard drives. It, and, and you've got people sitting on their hands uh, really doing nothing because they can't... And Yeah, and, and the vast majority of that is in the email, right? The quoting, I mean, that's most people's... If you want to talk about customer relationship management and enterprise resource planning, uh, most of our small business customers, it's Outlook. So if, if we crash their server and they lose their Outlook, it shuts their business down, and and that's the thing that can put them out of business. So that you know, as we really look at this, Rob, the cost of downtime, you know, so it might cost an organization as little as, you know, a small organization might spend a hundred or two hundred dollars a month um, for their offsite backup, and you know, or to back up a single desktop might be thirty or forty dollars a month to get you know, up to 100 gig of, of backup. Um, to buy the the ability of, you know, for a, an organization that has 10 users, the ability, the insurance that says, my exchange server went down, my file server went down, I need it back online in an hour. Not the four or five days that, you know, what people really need to understand is that if your exchange server goes down and we have to restore it from a backup tape, and we have good backup tapes, you know, knock on wood, we've got real backup. You're looking at four or five days for the average computer person to bring that back online. So if you're in the midst of, like right now, year-end, fiscal year-end for, you know, coming up the end of December, um, or any quarter, means that there's a lot of business going on, there's a lot of quotes flying along, and they're all time-sensitive. So if we're in on a bid and our exchange server goes down, this could be the difference between make it or break it for a year for companies or make it or break it for next year. So the cost of being down is, you know, probably 70% of the companies in uh, New York that were in one of the towers or in uh, New Orleans are not, are not in business today because they didn't have a simple forethought in planning. And, and it's, you know, there's a um, philosopher who recently passed away by the name of Jim Rohn. And Jim Rohn said, 
that which is easy to do is easy not to do. And the message I have to podcast listeners is here is do your business a favor. Make the investment in the technology for backing up your systems and making sure that you can be online in the event of not only a major catastrophe like a Katrina or a 911 disaster, but in such that your hard drive on your server fails. Well, Jeff, I think uh, that's wise advice for our listeners. And we'll put up with the auto insurance salesman giving us good advice like that. This podcast has been brought to you by Code Fusion Communications, leader in computer service, networking, telecommunications, unified communications, as well as being your security blanket when you need them. If you want to talk to us, please call us or visit us at our website. Our website is www.codefusion.com or you can call us toll-free at 1-877-335-9390. We look forward to serving you. This podcast is delivered to you by iTunes, by Zune, by Podcast Alley, or a number of other podcast servers. If you wish to subscribe to it, please go to the blog at www.the2bigtelecomguys.com and press the big RSS button on the right-hand side of the website. This will allow you to subscribe to our podcast and receive it wherever, whenever, however, at your choice, our, our telecast. Well, Jeff, what do we expect to talk about in our next episode? Well, Rob, on our next episode, we're going to talk about virtual standby servers and why you can't afford to not have this insurance in your business. As always, we welcome your feedback and we'd like to hear from you. We want to know what are the biggest questions or challenges that you're facing in your business. So please visit us at our blog at www.the2bigtelecomguys.com and leave us your comments. We want to hear from you as we want to deliver more value to help you and your business. Well, for the Two Big Telecom Guys, I'm Rob Metris. And I'm Jeff Brody. Looking forward to speaking to you soon.